0: Praise God. Now, today, I'm going to preach to you or teach you a great sermon on Christmas. A great sermon on Christmas. A teaching that will help you. You know, a lot of people have so many misconceptions about Christmas. And gradually, we need to realign the church to the purpose of Christmas. I'm not here to... Last year, I spent a lot of time to help you dispute and understand all the argument on whether Christmas is Christian, Christmas is paganic. Today, that's not the dimension. Amen? Maybe next year, I'll touch it again. You know, at Christmas no, I won't go there. It will take my time. I want to teach what God has put in my heart today. I want you to close your eyes and lift up your right hand and thank Him for what you're about to hear. Thank Him for what you're about to hear. Just thank God for the presence of God. Thank Him for the word you are going to hear. Pray the Lord, teach me your word, teach me your word. Let your word come to us in power. In the name, can you do the reckless love for me? Let's let's sing that for five minutes, and I'll teach. Reckless love. Do that like five minutes. This morning, I'm touching on the subject, Jesus offers you peace with God. Jesus offers you peace with God. Jesus offers you peace with God. How many of us want peace in our lives? And how many of us are desiring peace with God and men? The only way a man can have peace with God is through the man called Jesus Christ. You may not realize it so much in your life, but unconsciously, the most desirous treasure in your life is to have peace with God. Now, everybody in life is trying to live a life that is either for themselves or for God. You may not realize it, you may not know it, but you are living a life, either you are living it for yourself or you are living it for God. You are living a way that pleases you or a way that pleases God. Whether you decide or not, whether you choose to admit it or not, A life is being led or lived by you that is either for yourself or for God. God actually created us to live for his purposes and not for our purposes. Man was wired and created to live for the purposes of God and not for his own purposes. Isaiah chapter 53 verses. You can go on our page and share the stream so that others can hear. Just go there and let's do that quickly. Isaiah chapter 53, verses, the message version of the Bible. And unfortunately, most of us are living lives for ourselves instead of God, consciously or unconsciously. I'm going to show you the root. Of conflict and rebellion and not being at peace with God I pray that after today this Christmas will bring to you peace with God and with man in the name of Jesus give the Lord a good clap offering the Bible said we 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 are all like sheep who have wandered off and gotten lost We are all like sheep who have wandered off and gotten lost. We have all done our own thing, gone our own way, and God has piled all our sins, everything we have done wrong, on him and on him. Who is that him? Who is that him? Who is that him? Yes, so all our sins God bundled it and put it on Jesus it is an unspoken war with with God when you live a life contrary to his will it's a war that has been declared between you and God anytime you live a life outside his will you are, in fact, in a battle with God. You have declared war with God. God is saying, use this path. You are saying, you are using this path. So you have declared war. That is why you seem not to have peace in your life. The absence of peace in a man's life is an indication that he is at war with God. And this is why we have Christmas. This is why Jesus was born. Jesus was not born for Christmas trees. Jesus was not born for Christmas cake and dollop. But Christmas comes with celebration because a Savior, a Messiah was given for our condemnation and for our salvation. And that is why we celebrate the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ as a baby into the world, as a human being into the world, because he needed to become man so that he can save man from his sins. I thought you were clapping. So it is an unspoken word with God where each of us choose what we want to do instead of choosing what God wants us to do. And that is the battle with every human being on earth everybody thinks that is right. Have you seen why people always feel that they are right? Yes, because in the nature of man, man wants to always have his way. And in doing that, you are likely to miss the way of God. Until you have found yourself in the way of God, you can never be sure of your life. So until you are in the will of God, No matter how sure the path you are taking is, it will end you in destruction. And today, Jesus has come to give us peace. He's presenting us a peace league, a peace agreement between you and your God. I pray that you receive Him into your heart. I pray that you submit yourself to Him. I pray that you surrender your life to Him. I pray that you submit your own will under the will of God. Can I hear a big amen? Rebellion to the will of God creates tension in us. Tension in us. And when tension is created in you, anxiety is created. Inferiority complex is created. Fear is created. Insecurity is created. Tension, quarrels, conflict. You you become so irritating. When There is conflict within you. You will not have peace with God. You will not have peace with man. And you will not even be at peace with yourself. The symptoms of being at war with God. Let me give you some of the symptoms. Being at war with God. When you see a man going through these symptoms. That man is at war with God. And I don't know whether it will describe you to describe somebody but when you are at war with God when there is tension when there is conflict within you these are the things that we see in your life irritability the person is easily irritated you easily get irritated with every issue you are irritated the least provocation you are irritated the person is quick tempered Insecurity. Impatience. Manipulative. Arrogant. Proud. Boastful. Holding grudges. There is no man who is receiving the administration of the love of God that will walk through this. You, you, You cannot... Be enjoying the love of Christ and truly be connected to the streams of the love of God and be boastful and be proud and be arrogant and be insecure. The reason why you feel insecure is that the bridge has not been established in your heart. I, I, I we I, I'm not scared about tomorrow, I'm not scared about the future. I am at peace with God. I'm not, that is why you are afraid to pay your time. Because you feel that it will shut your finances. What will I eat tomorrow? You are insecure. <laughs> that is why you can't... When a man cannot trust God enough, he is not at peace with God. If you cannot trust God with your life, If you cannot trust God with your money, if you cannot trust God with your destiny, if you cannot trust God with your finances, if you cannot cannot trust God with your resources and your time, you are insecure with God. And that is not the kingdom way. That is not the life that Jesus brought us. Jesus came so that we can have peace with God. You go back to your homes after service, after work, You go back home, some of you don't have flat screens. You have the old TV. You don't have air conditioning. You don't even have ceiling fan. It's a standing fan that you have used some stick to hold the neck. So it doesn't go far. There is no drink in the fridge. The fridge is even switched on three hours every day. Because the noise it produces, nobody can sleep in there. So in the night they put it up. Like intercessors. I've entered the field. you don't eat the best of meal with your family. But you are so secured in the room. It can be a single room. But when you lie down, when I get home, I don't know when I sleep. You are at peace. So whether there is something or there is no something, you are at peace. That is what I'm talking about. Jesus brought us a system, a bridge, an offer to be at peace with God all the days of our lives. All the days of our That is the essence of Christmas. So though I'm coming to church, I don't have money in my pocket, I am at peace with God. Though I took trot and I came to church, I am at peace with God. Though I lost my job this year, I am at peace with God. I am not troubled because I know who I have believed. (laughs) The Bible calls these things the works of the flesh. When the works of the flesh is loud in a man, he is not at peace with God. Instead of allowing God to work, His flesh is that which is working. Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21. Message version. It is obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Are you looking at the scripture? Repetitive. Loveless, cheap sex. Some of you, Christmas, you are going to give out cheap sex. <laughs> <laughs> or you have already given. Or you used to. But this Christmas, scripture has caught you. <laughs> If I had used the old King James, you will not get this. Cheap sex. A cheap sex is a sex you don't give to your spouse. And some people mark Christmas to, to offer cheap sex and break people's virginity for free. It's cheap. Let me go on. Let me focus on my message. A stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. <clears throat> mental and emotional garbage. You smell of offense. You are not at peace with God. You are too, you are too wild. You are too... Nobody can come around you. The little, they step on your toe. You say they step on your whole body. Friends said, yes, yeah, sensitivity. And joyless grabs for happiness. So you see, most of these jamming, parting, a life of parting is a life that is not at peace with God. No matter how you describe it, because they want to grasp on happiness at every point in time. So when that is not happening, they are not happy. They are not at peace. If your life is always yearning for outing, parting, gatherings, you need to check whether you are at peace with God and with man. And some of you you understand because you used to be in that kind of life. Yesterday I was talking to a lady. So her, 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 she, she used a term, Jaye, or what? What's the name of it? It's a nick. It's, it's a it's now Jaye or something like I'm going to chill. He used a word. Gaye, Jaye, or something like that. She mentioned I said, what is that? He said, it means you are going to chill. So it means her chilling started from yesterday till 2nd January. Of course, 7 p.m. or about 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And some of you were in that kind of lifestyle. What they are doing is that they are trying to find happiness with such things. In contrast, the effect of being reconciled to God, that is being at peace with God, Is very, very fulfilling and it is actually what your inner soul is desiring God for. No material thing can guarantee and give you this kind of peace. Not marriage, not a child, not a car, not a house, not a job, not money. These things bring happiness for moments and they are gone. it's only jesus that can satisfy that test he told the woman the water that i'll give you eh? when you drink it you will never test again yeah it's only jesus and this is the reason why we celebrate christmas hallelujah the bible calls it the fruit of the spirit that, that aspect that brings satisfaction, that comes through the life of Christ being expressed in his people, we call it the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Quickly. These are qualities everybody desires, but it can only be birth through the life of Christ flowing in our lives. The Bible says, but what happens when we live God's way? follow the reading he brings gifts into our lives much the same way the fruit appears in an orchard an orchard things like affection for others so if you don't love people you don't have the love of Christ if you cannot love church members if you cannot love your family members, if you cannot love your colleagues, if you cannot love your neighbor, you don't have the gift of Christ. Please are you here? Exuberance about life. Serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things. A sense of compassion in the heart. A conviction that that and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitment. If Christ is flowing in your life and you are at peace with God, you will see that you will walk in loyalty to commitment that edifies you edifies people and edifies the kingdom of God. I thought you are giving God some clap. <clears throat> he said, not needing to force our way in life. Able to massage and direct our energies wisely. Are you with me? He said, legalism is helpless in bringing this about about it only gets in the way. It only gets in the way. When you begin to commit yourself, it's not legality that is going to cause you to love people, but it, because it becomes a routine of loving, that's the word of legality. You know, when they hear legality, sometimes you think it's fleshly, but you see, l- legality is when you sanction a routine happening. So, if you want to have a woman as a wife, the legal way is that word go and do what traditional marriage and then get the court the state to be involved that is what we call the legality of marriage so in your routine commitment it becomes like some legal something but you see you can go in the routine and miss the purpose of the routine so people go through all the legal uh, marriage, and then when they enter into the marriage, they actually forgot why they went through the legality. That's what the Bible is talking about. So the legality is not the problem, but when you get stuck to the legality performance and you forget the purpose, then you miss the will of God. Hallelujah. Having counselled many people in my life as a pastor. I've discovered that many people, many if not all, ha- have a strong desire to have a good relationship with their earthly fathers. Many people desire to be connected to their earthly fathers. You may be here, you may be offended with your father, you you might not want to actually see your father but is 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 a lie from you? Deep down in you, you wish it was a different story. Are you here with me? Every single human being seated here, maybe they gave birth to you, dumped you on the baller, or they gave birth to you. Your father died very early. You never met him, or you met him for a short while, or your father abused you sexually, or whatever, and. A certain anger is in you, but you see, beyond the anger, you wish that, ah, I wish the story was there. Some of us, our fathers are dead and gone, and sometimes you wish that you open your eyes and daddy is standing by you. Deep down in every man, it's a strong craving to have a very tight relationship flow with the father. This desire for connection to our fathers is Wired in us. It's wired in us. It's deep rooted. Who can bear witness of that? It's deep rooted. Deep. That is why it's a big issue when they say somebody's father has disowned him. And this is my father. You see, that word father is the word Abba, which means source. Source. That is my source. To every one of us, you wish that your daddy is a phone call away, your daddy is a door away, your daddy is a drive away, your daddy is accessible, and sometimes you are more comfortable communicating with your daddy than sometimes even your mom. It's in it. You don't force it. It's there. I'll show you why. Even if your father deserted the family, you still wish that it was not like that. You still desire a strong connection to your father. We we, we, we have to understand that it depicts a deeper meaning. That every one of us unconsciously, innately have a desire to be close To our creator and our maker. To our heavenly father. And anytime you talk to people, you realize that. And sometimes in your life, you feel that, is that all about life? Something is missing. Something is When you are not at peace with God, you will always be asking that question. There is something missing in my life. Is this all about life? Going to school getting my master's, working, building, having a family, you will see that there is something that, it looks like there is something missing in my life. That is the point where you realize that, ah, I need something more than good. I need something more than education. I need something more than money. I need something more than wife. I need something more than a husband. I need something more than children. And that space can only be filled by the Lord Jesus Christ. Until he comes into your life, you will have a sense of incompleteness. You'll be incomplete you will be. I'm promising you. You will be. No matter the height, maybe you are here, all you are desiring for is a car. You are desiring for a job. You are desiring for an educational goal. You are desiring for money, for marriage. Look, all those things will come in. And after that, you will feel empty, incomplete. The only person that can make you complete is the Lord Jesus Christ what you need is to reconcile yourself to the law to get back to God I mean you see when you walk in the opposite direction even as a child of God you will not have peace even as a man who has given his life to Christ if you walk in the you, you can be in Christ and be living outside Christ you can be in Christ and be living against the will of God And that conflict will also come. Yes, that conflict will also come. If you drink DDT in an air condition, and you drink DDT in a room without air condition, the impact is the same. So when you give yourself to Christ, you must surrender totally to the will of God. And that is when you can have the peace your life is desiring from God. Nothing else can compensate for the broken relationship between man and God. Nothing can fix that except your belief, except your reception to the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing. There is no compromise. There is no connect. Nobody can connect you to God than Jesus Christ. The good news of Christmas is that Jesus came to be the bridge of reconciliation between man and God 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 19 NIV version of the Bible He said that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ so as soon as you saw Christ as soon as Jesus was born it was God that has come to reconcile us back to himself He himself, because he loved us. The Bible says, not counting men's sin against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. What does it mean? Think about this. Let me read it again and think about it. Give me the GNT version of this. I have 10 minutes to let you understand why we celebrate Christmas. Our message is that God was making all human beings his friends through Christ. God did not keep an account of their sins and he has given us the message which tells how he makes them his friends. So Lucy, you have that message, how God makes people his friends. If you don't share it, people cannot be God's friends. If you don't share it tilly, people cannot be God's prince If you don't share that message, and that message has been committed to us, the message of reconciliation, until it proceeds from our mouth to men, for them to also believe it. Look, they don't need to be polished before they come. All they need to do is to believe the word and come into the, the, the kingdom, the church, and then the word of God begins to polish them. And most of you, where you were before Christ picked us, where I was before Christ picked me, only God knows. And only God knows where he picked you from. And yet, he has polished you. He has prepared you. And now you can sing songs on the altar of God without pain, without applying. I thought you are giving God some <laughs> clap. We carry the message of reconciliation. And Christmas is a message of reconciliation back to God Romans chapter 5 verse 10 Christmas talks about the kindness of God When we never asked for anything but he gave us the most treasured treasured gift He said if when we were at our worst we were put on friendly terms with God by the se-. so it's not automatic so you hear people say, so far as Jesus has come and died, all men are saved. No. No. Are you here with me? So far as he has died, it means that automatic, whether you accept him or you don't accept him, you already saved. no. He said, if when we were at our worst, we were, we were put on friendly terms with God by the sacrificial death of a son, now that we are at our best, just think of how our lives will expand and deepen by means of his resurrection life. It means that our life will be better when we become believers, when we receive him. As Christmas, a baby was born and that baby was not ordinary. That is the savior of the world. That is the king of kings. When we accept him, our lives will expand and our lives will be better. I pray for you that this Christmas will come with a different meaning, a different understanding into the love of Christ for you. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The question you need to ask yourself is how can you, an imperfect being, develop a relationship with a perfect God? You are not on the same term. So, how can a man develop a good friendship with God? It's not possible. There must be a bridge. There must be somebody that knows us and that is as God. So God had to come in the form of a man so that God, Jesus, is the son of man and the son of God. So Jesus is both God, 100%, and man, 100%. It's the mystery that separates Christians from others. So God had to come in the form of a man and stand between man and God and then reconcile us together. But it was God himself who was bringing us to himself. I'm praying that from today. You will begin to walk with that understanding that God so loves you so much that he will not spare anybody to make you a fulfilled human being. Give God a good clap of him, someone And <laughs> remember, no, ne- no negotiation can make a man a friend of God. No. No compromise can make you a friend of God. You cannot bribe your way to become a friend of God. The only way you can become a friend of God is when you go through the channel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Peace comes from surrendering ourselves to God yes when you surround, i have i told you i have never on a day doubted my future my tomorrow is as sure as mount zion when you are at peace with god you are sure that your end will be glorious if you are always anxious about tomorrow if you are always worried about tomorrow if you are always troubled about your tomorrow You've got to check your relationship with God. Because if you are at peace with God, you are not worried. Maybe you are married to a man. Let me give you an example. You are married to a man. You know the man is very rich. You know our God is very rich. You know the, What I'm talking about, I'm not talking about a man who is trying to be rich. Our Father in heaven. A cattle on a thousand hills belongs to him. The silver and gold are mine. He doesn't lack anything. This is the man who wants to be your friend. And this is why he brought Christ. Christ was born to make you a friend of this God I'm talking about. So maybe you are married to a very rich husband. And one day you needed a car. And he tells you that, oh, he doesn't have money on him. But give him next month, he will get you a car. Will you be worried? Will you be worried? Why? Because you know, if your father is a 2 for he says you need a land cruiser, and he says, wait, next week I'll buy it for you. Will you be worried? Why is it that when God tells you to wait, he will provide for you, you are worried? <laughs> because we don't have that understanding. And when you have that understanding, eh, that is when we can say you are at peace with God. You will not fret. <laughs> We serve the God that will never leave us nor forsake us. A total surrender. An unconditional surrender. An unconditional surrender. It's not like, God, if you give me a car, then I will serve you. It is a useless and unfaithful and unwise prayer. If you, those who climb high in destiny with God are those who love God unreservedly, unconditionally, sacrificially. You think that everything is oozing out of your life, you are losing because of Christ. He said, if you lose your life because of me, you will gain it. It's a mystery. And only lovers of God, only people who are peace with God, understands it. You see people suffering. You see the lions chewing the disciples. You see Jesus bleeding on the cross for three hours. And he's not cursing people. He's not killing the people. He's not saying, I will not do this again. I will not do this again. When you go to the hospital, single needle.
1: Did
0: they? I don't do it again. Some of you have, have gone to the hospital. When you saw the needle, you said you, you won't do the lab again. Oh, injection, it's okay, I'm fine. Pastor, uh, doctor, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. You go and get some herbal medicine, you take care of it. Because of a single needle. <laughs> but Jesus, you are laughing, you've done that before. <laughs> but Jesus was on the cross for three hours. He was hurting. His body was being pulled by gravity. I was hanging there. And yet he didn't change his mind. This is the Jesus who has been born today for you and I. I thought you are clapping. It's time for us to think about the love of God more. How deep God's love for us is. That will compel you. Any wife that thinks about the love of her husband will love him more. Vice versa. Think about the love. That people have for you, you will love them more. Yeah. You will love them more. You will honor them more. You will respect them more. You will treasure them more. But we don't think about how people love us. That's why we easily forget. That's why we easily become ungrateful. Give the Lord a good clap offering, someone. <clears throat> you admit that God is God. When you surrender yourself to God, you have admitted that God is God and you are man. God is God and I am a man. You know that God knows better than me. When you submit yourself to God, God, you are saying, God, I know you know better than me. So not my will. So Jesus was praying, Lord, let this car pass over me. Let this car pass over me. I cannot. It's too wet. it. If it's possible, change it. He prayed it three times Three prayers. Three prayer sessions. God did not mind. Then he said, "Ah, not my will, but your will. That is when you know that the choices of God are better than our own choices. God gave you his begotten son. Not the biggest money you want. You see how it is. God God visited humanity. Humanity he didn't give us money. He gave us a human being. Listen to me, somebody. There are some human beings in your life. They may not have money. They, I saw a motivational quote. A pastor posted it. And I queried it a bit because he said, don't discuss your problems with people who are not capable of helping you. And I queried it. And I'm like, how will you know that somebody is not capable? How will you know? is it by social status is it by their money no do you know who helped naaman to be healed his maid do you know who helped Saul to find his access and be enthroned as king his maid so how will you know that somebody is incapable hallelujah so there are some people when god visited humanity he didn't come and give us money he gave us a human being there are people in your life today. You better value them today. You better value them today because Jesus was in the manger. A baby, but wise men moved from town to town and they brought him gift. A baby. So you may think that he's a baby. Joseph and Mary might have thought that it's just a baby until Jesus, God sent the message through Gabriel. And I'm sure the people in the inn, those who were working around, they, they wouldn't know What um, uh, Mary and Joseph knew about the child. There are people around you. You may not know what they have come into your life to do. Mm -hmm. They may look. Look. There are some church members in this church. They may not have money. But only God knows how I treasure them in my heart. Because you will not know who they are. Some of them are angels. They'll just be around now. They won't, you won't see them again. I told you about the pineapple seller before I had my first firstborn. The girl was coming to the house. Will come and sell pineapple. Will come and sell pineapple every day after church. She'll be there. Then one day, I, inter- I felt like interacting with her. I spoke to her, and I bought every pineapple she brought to the house. Every pineapple, I paid for it with I, more than that. That was the last day she came to the house. And that month, we had our first child. We have not seen her again. So when God visited the world, he gave the world a human being. And those who receive that human being, that gift, they will have eternal life. I thought you were saying a big amen. Jesus was given to us to bring us peace. Is it not suiting that when you are in trouble, you know that you can pray? Yeah, when you are in trouble, you know you can pray. And God has assured you that when you pray in whose name? The man we are celebrating. When we pray in his name, that is when God... is. Are, hey, what are you saying? If you don't pray in his name, God has no time for you. And this is the man for which reason we are called Christians. I'm praying for you that this Christmas message will change your mindset as you walk with God in 2021. There is no way you can win a war against God. So if you are in conflict with God, I want you to know that there is there is no way there is no way you can win the war. Any man that is not at peace with God He's fighting with God. He's at war with God. But I want to submit to you by fact and by truth that there is no way you can win a war with God. There is no way Sakumono Village can win a war with the whole nation of United States of America. That is what I'm talking about. In a higher dimension. And you want to fight with God. You want to go your own way? You want to live the way you want to live? No. There is no way any man can win a fight with God. Your arms are too short to box God. I thought you were clapping. Here is what Job's friend told him. Job chapter 22 verse 21. I'm ending. I'm in my, my last page. Give in to God. <laughs> you understand? When you are fighting with somebody and then the person, Master, give in, oh. Give in. Give in to God. Come to terms with Him. And everything will turn out just fine. Some of you are quarreling with people that your strength is little. And you go and die a foolish death. Foolish death. There are some fight when they call, run away. You save yourself. Run away. I watched a testimony where somebody went to do a revival in a town. He went, the revival has done banners. Three days revival. After the first day in the night, the demons in the town came to beat him. Where well, were? Well. Physical. They beat him. Where well, well. As I'm using where well, well, you know where I'm talking from? They beat him. Beat the man. <laughs> he ran away from the, He didn't continue the revival. He Oh, pastor, he should have stood there. Hey! Sometimes, wisdom means run away. Wisdom means what? Run away. Run away. Run away. Once you make peace with God, you will begin to experience the peace of God in your heart and in your mind. Some of you are sitting here, Hey, when will I build? When will I marry? I'm, I'm, I'm growing old. Hey, Charlie menopause is catching me. I'm going to do this. Hey! One person. How will you smile? Ha! <laughs> huh? how, how will you smile? <laughs> hey. This this. This is all my, uh, uh, my SS mates. They are married. They have their children. This. I'm still serving God. I've been singing. I've been sweeping the church. Please the earlier you stop it, the better. Because you don't need to sweep church to marry. You don't need to be singing in the choir to marry. So if it's because of marriage, you are come singing in the choir, it's better you stop. <laughs> because there are people in the world, they have never stepped in church, but they have their marriage and they have their children. But that is not what we are talking about. We are talking about living the purposes of God concerning your life. Give God a good Thank clap of The more you pray, the less you will panic. The more you worship God, the less you will worry yourself. The more you give, the less you will be anxious. Because you are not giving to Bank of Ghana or Commercial Bank or Echo Bank. You are giving into a kingdom whose end there shall be no end, whose reign there shall be no end. True peace is from God through Christ Jesus. Write it down, update your status with it. True peace is from God. Sometimes they struggle, they want, everybody's looking for peace. So they are on drugs, they are arm robbery. They are sleeping around. Are, these are the works of the flesh, which I mentioned. If you find yourself doing that, doing those things, you must realize that your soul is seeking for joy, and it's only the joy of the Lord that can be your strength. Only the joy of the Lord. Only the joy. So it is time for us to be reconciled back to God. My last scripture, Isaiah twenty-six, 3. Isaiah 26, 3, people with their minds set on you, you keep completely whole. Steady on their feet because they keep at it and they don't quit. Don't quit believing in God. Don't quit keeping your mind on God. Don't allow anything to Shift your mind. Keep your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep your mind on the love of God. Keep your mind for whatever reason Jesus came into the world for us. It is time to say yes to Jesus. It is time to share Jesus. Tell somebody it is time to say yes to Jesus. And it is time to share Jesus. It's good when we share a lot of food during Christmas. It's good. But the food, the sharing of the food is not what Christmas is. Now we hear happy holidays. They don't want to say Merry Christmas because it puts emphasis on Christ. It is the happy holidays and they push the Christ away. And you and I, we must know the purpose of the season. The reason of the season is Christ Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap away. A mighty clap of and you see, some of the hymn the songs that we sing, some of them have even taken Christ and God out of it so that they can hit the market. So others can listen to it as motivational song. So some of them, that when you listen to them, you won't hear God, you won't hear Jesus. So, now, so others can listen and say, oh, this one is not a religious song. It is a motivational song. No, this is a Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Oh, celebrate God with a clap offering. I pray that you will also show the love of God. I, I told you I want 50 people who will come to church on Sunday with a bag of assort, whatever you put in, edible. We want to bless 50 poor people. Or not poor, but share. When we say poor, sometimes it enters into their head. is poor. Do you know the amount of one or You have 32. Calculate you are a rich person, very, very rich. Sure. If somebody comes to beg you for be a donor for the kidney and you give one of your you do you know the amount you are working in about 70,000 pounds. You are not small, so you just the two kidneys, you are 140,000 pounds. You are a rich person. <laughs> You are a rich man no? Yeah. Those of you who have plenty body, when they're doing plastic surgery, they come and beg you to cut small parts to use for somebody. You're <laughs> a rich man, so we, we, we cannot donate certain things. <laughs> <laughs> Give the Lord a mighty clap of some one. There is no poor man in the kingdom of God. No, there's no, we are too rich. The Holy Ghost is residence in you. You cannot be poor. I want you to close your eyes and thank God for sending Jesus into your life and ask him to help you to establish you in the the, the reconciliation spirit that you will live as a reconciled child of God that you will live as a son and a daughter of God that you will walk the ways of God. And the Bible said Moses knew the ways of God, but the people knew the acts of God. No wonder they easily offended God, disobeyed God, rebelled against God, because they didn't walk in the ways of God. One minute, talk to God that I receive you Lord today. I love you. I appreciate what you came into the world to do for me. I thank you for coming into the world for my sake. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. The clap can be better.